0: is now and welcome to the sbk crypto podcast 15 minutes of crypto value. my name's charles story i'll be a host the next 15 minutes we're coming live from the city of london shoreditch So let's get down to business. Bitcoin's currently trading at $6,571, up 8.5% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum's currently trading at $301. That's up 16.5%. Ripple uh, currently trading at $0.29. That's up 14.5%. EOS currently trading at $4.85. That's up 12%. And Litecoin currently trading at $58. That's up 13% as well in the last 24 hours. I think it's interesting, the question that everyone's been asking themselves and the question that's in all of the different groups I'm in and Telegram groups. And if you haven't already joined ours, SVK Space Crowd, is, is this over? Have we seen the downs as, uh, you know, as, the, mount, as the market turned around now? And I don't think anyone's really in the position to answer that question. But what we have seen in the last 24 hours is a lot of positive Market news a lot of positive sentiment and this is definitely one of the catalysts behind The small uptick that we have seen in the last 24 hours with that in mind Let's get down to business and find out what's been happening in the crypto world in the last 24 hours. Let's go So I mean big news from Venezuela um, They have just publicly announced something that I you know, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if they did the right thing, but Let me jump into the story, then we'll discuss it at the end. So Venezuela is to peg pension salary systems to petro cryptocurrency. So Venezuela is set to begin using its petro cryptocurrency as an official accounting unit, according to the country's president. ABC International basically reported the development on Tuesday, citing a televised announcement by President Nicolas Maduro Um, who is to unveil the Petro back in December as part of the change the state oil and gas company Petrolis de Venezuela, PDVSA, will reportedly begin using the Petro as a mandatory accounting unit. The move comes as Venezuela's government basically seeks to combat growing economic turmoil by relaxing its currency controls, according to an August 7 report by CNBC. On August 20th, um example, for example, the government will seek to revalue its currency, the Bolivia, and create a sovereign Bolivia. So in turn, the central bank will begin publishing uh the price of the sovereign Bolivia um, as it relates to the petro and the price of the petro according to international currencies, ABC reports. Similar moves will see the country's Salary and pension systems tied to the Petro's value. Since its debut, the Petro has proven to be highly controversial, drawing attacks from opposition politicians within Venezuela, um, as well as those in the U.S. and abroad. In March, the Trump administration barred U.S. citizens from transacting in the Petro as part of a series of new sanctions against the South American country. I um I think it's very sad what's happening in Venezuela. I think we can all admit that. you know, especially for the people there who who haven't been who haven't been in, who haven't taken part in what the government has done in the last kind of ten to twenty years. Right? Even longer than that, right? They've been have been in a serious situation for 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 many, many years. For 30, 40 years these these guys have been in turmoil. But I think, you know, in the last kind of five years it's really kicked in. Um I mean, just just use this as an example. If you worked um, for a state company or a state, something that benefits the state, right? I don't know. I don't know if they have a healthcare system, if there are doubt they do, but let's say you worked, you had your government pension, and, and now your pension is worth like peanuts, right? Like you've worked so hard for this all your life, and now you're going to, you know, you're thinking about the glory days, kicking back, enjoying your pension, and, and living the high life. Now your pension's worth like nothing, zero zilch. And now they're basically saying that they're gonna they're gonna basically peg your whatever your pensions worth, which is not a lot, to a cryptocurrency that's unproven, and by the general cr- crypto community is is not receiving a lot of great response. I think that for those for those people in that situation, that's devastating news. I, I mean, what they should have done is bought Bitcoin a, a while back, but the situation they're in, the government is so desperate; they're looking for a quick solutions they're looking for things that the sanctions the u.s sanctions can they can basically avoid and a cryptocurrency token will will avoid those sanctions for now they can basically trade of people but i mean with with their token it's been a complete it's been a complete disaster Um, one of the biggest buyers of the venezuelan oil is india and they basically refuse to use the token so the actual use case for this is like you know, it hasn't been found yet. No one can, like, what is the value? I mean, for a lot of tokens and projects, you can argue the same thing. But, you know, at least they have something in their ecosystem which implements the token and incentivizes people to use it. With these guys, like, who, who like, I would have bought a Venezuelan Petro token. I doubt anyone listening would either. I mean, what's the value add in that? Like, what can you do? Buy some, buy a unit of oil with it? It just does. It just doesn't make sense. And none of their counterparties, I mean, India's their biggest, they're not using it. None of the others have really come out and said they're going to use the token. So we're in a situation now where Venezuela has a token apparently backed by worthless cash, worthless sums of cash, and that's people's pensions and their oil, which, I mean, you don't really know how much oil they have. And the price of oil is not doing too great at the minute either. So like, what do you really have here? What's the situation? What's the upside of the token? Why is someone going to use it? Like... And I believe it's also an, an, an ERC-20 token as well. I mean, the whole thing is was done quite... I think it was got done quite cheaply. I actually know one of the guys who designed the Petro token, and I think he came up with the idea when he was drunk one night, and um, someone from the Venez- Venezuelan embassy was basically listening to what he was saying and approached him, which is another crazy story about how that all started. But, I mean, the whole point of this token was flawed to begin with. They, they were looking for a quick-term solution To a long-term problem that hasn't been solved, and it's 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 not right within itself. It's not what it's not what having a token is all about. They're not embedding it anywhere. They're just looking for quick cash off off off. um, You know, unknowledgeable investors, and it's a shame. I mean, they should really be focusing on if they were gonna. Well, they should be focusing maybe is blockchain technology, really incorporating blockchain into. The country, the society and trying to like trying to bring back trust to to the economy instead of instead of trying to, <laughs> trying to have a cash i guess it's what you call a cash grab right they're trying to they're trying to grab as much ca- cash as possible to try and put back into the the flawed financial infrastructure but i mean you know the petro token i wish them the best we'll see what happens with that so i, I met a guy today who was basically telling me the story of um Someone who, someone who kept a digital wallet on his phone, and he he, I think his phone got hacked or something like that. There, there was some there was some some dodgy business that went on, and I I, I think he he tried to sue AT and T, and what I've done is I've dug up the story to bring you guys up to speed, and we'll, we'll kind of talk about it at the end. At the end. So investor files lawsuit against AT and T over hack that alleged. Allegedly lost him twenty-four million in crypto. Um, So let's find out more. And and U.S. investor has filed a two hundred twenty-four million dollar lawsuit against telecoms giant AT and T over negligence that um, he claims caused him to lose twenty-four million dollars in crypto. So plaintiff Michael Turpin has reportedly filed a sixty-nine page complaint with the U.S. District Court in Los Angeles against his erstwhile telecoms provider alleging that the 24 million dollars in crypto was stolen via digital identity theft on his cell phone account saying he was the victim of two hacks within seven months so the investor accuses at&t basically of willing cooperation with the hacker gross (laughs) negligence violation of the statutory duties and failure to adhere to its commitments or in its privacy policy After the first hack, Turpin claims that the insider corporation with the hacker enabled the imposter to acquire his cell phone number without being recorded uh, to show valid identification or a password. That phone number allegedly allegedly facilitated the hacker's access to Turpin's crypto holdings. Um, What AT&T did was like a hotel giving a thief with a, a fake ID, a room key, and a key to the room safe to steal jewelry in the safe from the rightful owner. Turpin is basically said to be seeking $200 million in punitive damages and $24 million in compensation from AT&T. The plaintiff is reportedly the co-founder of an angel group for Bitcoin investors dubbed Bit Angels in 2013 um, and of a digital currency fund, the Bit Angels Dap Fund. More commonly, crypto-related lawsuits have been filed against cryptocurrency exchanges and their alleged mishandling of security breaches since the unprecedented theft of over 500 million in nem tokens and hacked japanese exchange coin check this january numerous class action lawsuits have been filed by investors suing the exchange over its decision to freeze withdrawals in the accounts aftermath i mean like this guy right he is supposed to be the co-founder of an angel group for bitcoin investors called Bit Angels. yet, and I, I stress this, yet he keeps his Bitcoin on his mobile phone, his cell phone. Like why wouldn't this guy use a Trezor or like a, a wallet? Like why is he using his mobile phone? Like everyone knows that, like no one keeps, like no one's serious, no one's serious crypto holdings. Like I'm talking millions of dollars, I'm talking a lot of crypto, would keep it on an Android or an iPhone. They would, they would either have crypto custody with an Exapo or one of the big custodians out there that retail can basically pay to use, or they would have a Trezor, a Ledger, uh, even a Bitcoin wallet with private keys, and you store it somewhere safe, like in a bank vault. I mean, there's so many options around that, yet this guy stored it on his mobile phone, and like now he's upset with at and that it's gone. I understand that he's upset. I, anyone would be, but... I mean, you know, there's a few things there. One, can he prove that he had twenty-four million dollars in crypto there? And like, two, what valuation is he using? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's probably using the twenty-thousand-dollar valuation where he said if he had it, he would, he would have sold it. But I mean, AT and T—they're not going to give this guy twenty-four million dollars. No way, no way. I mean, what well, they're probably going to turn around and be like, well, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't keep crypto on your phone. I mean, ah, oh, it's, it's insane that people would do that. I mean, out there in the market, I'm sure like there's there's a lot of people that do that. But I mean, people with serious crypto holdings just wouldn't. And the fact this guy presents himself as the co-founder of Bit Angels, like a Bitcoin group, and he does this—just insane. It really is. Everyone's heard of Playboy, Playboy magazine, uh, Hugh Hefner, who who uh, passed away this year. Um, One of the stories that that has kind of been circulating today is that Playboy basically sues Canadian blockchain firm for fraud and breach of contract. Um, Beverly Hills-based Playboy Enterprises is is suing a Canadian firm, Global Blockchain Technologies, GBT, claiming it failed to integrate blockchain technology into Playboy's online media channels. The Los Angeles Times reported today. So Playboy Enterprises reported reportedly filed a lawsuit in Los Angeles County Superior Court um, accusing the Canadian company of fraud and breaching a contract within the two companies during March. Per the terms of the agreement, GBT would integrate the vice industry token, VIT, on Playboy's media sites. Playboy said that the blockchain firm um, only failed to fulfill the requirements, but also omitted a payment of $4 million in promised... Um, for the agreement they would do so. Now Playboy is seeking compensation, the amount of which has not been disclosed. GBT dismissed the lawsuit as a normal dispute between two businesses saying that the charge of fraud is frivolous. The company told the Los Angeles Times today, Global believes it has a strong defense to the action and will vigorously defending the same. So in March, Playboy first announced its plans to develop an online wallet um, that would enable customers... Um, to use crypto to pay for the company's online media and and support the VICE industry token. Later in May, GBT announced it was working with Playboy Wallet, including an interface to various platforms. VIT raised $22 million in Ethereum in the first 24 hours of its initial coin offering. The blockchain-powered platform, basically built for the adult industry, uh, rewards viewers on sites of VIT for watching content. I mean, that's insane they raised 22 million dollars they basically paid someone else to integrate the technology themselves they didn't get their own developers they didn't get their own tech team they didn't have an in-house tech team from the start and this company's basically done them over and been like yeah like what are you going to do about it <laughs> insane i like it, it it baffles me and it's probably the reason the icu market is where it is today it's in a really tricky situation one of the main reasons why is because there's a lot of these projects that over promise under delivered and you probably never hear of them ever again and that's one of the reasons that we've seen the ico market go down the way it has which is a shame but listen i've got to wrap things up i got to bounce thank you so much for listening thank you for your time your attention as always um remember as always to join us on telegram svk space crowd hit us up on twitter at svk underscore it's called crypto And if you're really on your game, you can give myself an email, cstory, c-s-t-o-r-r-y, at svkcrypto.com. That's a wrap. i got to bounce. Have a phenomenal evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you. You've been listening to an SVK Crypto Podcast Original. Follow us on Twitter at svk underscore crypto email us on cstory at svkcrypto.com leave us a message on our website (laughs) www.svkcrypto.com